All right, welcome to the Friday Feeding Tube, the definitive podcast on sports, TV, fart jokes, and a better life. I'm Sean, your host. With me, as always, is Megan. Hello, Megan. Hi. This is the highly anticipated episode six. Sorry about such a long layoff. Just a lot of things beyond our control. Uh, Megan had some car trouble while she was doing a gig on the road, and apparently Yakima is closed on Sunday. (laughs) It is closed after 10 and on Sunday. So she had to kind of call the state patrol, and then that guy came out in his flip-flops and and helped you out. He did. He had a really nice beer koozie. (laughs) But you got home safe and sound just six to eight hours later, which is fantastic. Going 55 the whole way back from Yakima. (laughs) It's an AMF from radio. Long story short, here we are, we're doing the tube. So let's get into the rundown. The first thing I want to talk about on the rundown is baseball season opening up. Baseball season is in full swing. And everyone's always like, welcome back baseball. Oh, baseball, it's baseball, it's opening day. I love it. Oh, I love opening day. And I'm like, why does it get so pumped? Baseball is eight months long. Baseball is <laughs> three quarters of the year. You're watching baseball. That's like everyone getting pumped for like a new show about rich women on Bravo or something like, you know? <laughs> It's like rich women. It's like Jersey couture sassy. It's like, oh, thank God. Yes. Did you, did you guys hear that there's a new Broadway show? Privileged women yelling at each other. This yeah. is amazing. Guys, guess what? They, they hate each other, too. They talk shit behind each other's backs. It's awesome. And there's not actually a plot ever. It's like baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, nothing really happens, but America tends to watch it for no reason. I Baseball season opened, and I'm going to say the same thing, and you can say it with me if you want to, that every woman says about baseball. I don't like watching baseball on TV, but I don't mind going to a game live. That's really fun. And I'll tell you that every woman says that, except for the ten straight women that actually like baseball, one of which is your wife, so kudos to Sean. Um, <laughs> that's, that's true. But the, for the rest of us who always say, I don't like watching baseball on TV, I only like to go to games, what we're really saying is, I like being outside and having a reason to drink beer at 10 o'clock in the morning and <laughs> wear a cute hat with my friends. That's really what it is. Yeah, it's like, I don't have a good excuse to eat a hot dog. So, right, right. no Mariners. <laughs> exactly. I need popcorn, a cute hat, and a reason to sit next to my friend when my boyfriend ignores me. Perfect. That season's back. Let's do it. Oh, that's good. Welcome back, baseball. We're, um, the other ha- thing that happened while we were, while the tube went dark for the last few weeks, so to speak, <laughs> was we got through Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday is always one of those that's really kind of weird to me. I mean, when you think about Easter, it's like, how would you explain Easter if, like, an alien came down and asked you what Easter was? How would you explain that with a straight face? And you'd be like, well, what happens is there was like this holy guy that was our kind of our leader and our savior. and he, We killed him and we put him in a cave. And then we opened up the cave and he was gone. So what we do is wear pastels and eat chocolate. And then right. we eat ham. Delivered by a bunny. <laughs> Non-sequiturally. Eggs delivered by a mammal. Which we, yeah, then we get eggs delivered by a mammal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what part of that is not creepy or horrendous? If like, any of it tied together, I'd be okay. Like if Jesus was made of chocolate, I'd be okay. Yeah, it's like or if the bunny was Jesus's cousin, or so, if some, if it, any of it tied together, but it's so none of it makes sense together. Yeah, it's like you talk about like, I mean, that is weirder than any kind of Wiccan Kabbalah thing you can think of. Yeah, I mean, like seriously, I couldn't make something up like. What if, you know, there's some guy who went out and broke plates one time and then cut himself and died and we celebrated by, you know, eating pickles in an elevator? It's like, would that be... <laughs> right. 
Exactly. And then this lizard comes by, and he makes us caprese salad. It doesn't even yeah, sense. Yeah, it's kind of like... <laughs> yeah, and the, the thing that screws me up the most, or screwed me up the most about Easter growing up, was the whole egg delivered by a bunny. I'm like, so... Are they bunny eggs? Are they bunny eggs? Like, why don't like, they did turn these, into bunnies? these jelly beans hatch? If I... <laughs> If I plant them in the ground, do bunny trees come out? <laughs> and the, and cause yeah, exactly. Is it if you plant a jelly bean, do you grow jelly? <laughs> jelly tree. Exactly. Is it jelly jealousy? <laughs> it's a jello it's it's jello mold. Yeah. <laughs> it just pops out of the ground like cabbage patch kids. Uh, yeah, because it's the same deal with like the stork delivering babies. Again, really, stork delivering mammals, bird delivering mammals, yeah. and mammal delivering eggs. Yeah. Like no wonder I can't figure that shit out. Yeah, it's like the stork. Delivered Jesus, and then the bunny delivered his Eggs. seeds, <laughs> his beans. His we can't even beans. get all together on the actual tradition. Some kids search for actual eggs. Some are plastic eggs full of candy. Some kids like us are just candy. So it's like the Easter Bunny really just kind of. I think he's hammered. I don't know what the deal is. Deliver whatever the fuck he has left in the basket. Like, uh, I mean, sorry, I got here late. You kids get just get jelly beans on the floor. Can we cut out the confusing part and just call it the spring pickout? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas the sequel. Yeah. Like, just Christmas with different colors, yeah. and you're going to be equally as sick and pissed off at yeah. the end anyway. They just call it Sunny Day Chocolate Hour. <laughs> I would love if we had Sunny Day Chocolate Hour. Which is my new band name, I think. Actually, that's going to be that's gonna be my new euphemism for taking a dump. I'm like, oh, Sunny Day Chocolate Hour. Kids on a walk, everyone clear out. It's Sunny Day Chocolate Hour. Come back in a few hours. Yeah, screw Bravo. That's going on BET. <laughs> Sunny, Day Sunny Day Chocolate Hour. CeeLo is the host. Yeah, with CeeLo Green. <laughs> in the movies this last week, uh, the number one and number two, predictably, at the box office were Hunger Games and Three Stooges. The Three Stooges kind of surprised me. I mean, I thought yeah. that was bomb. Especially, it's like... You know, when you watch the three stooges, it's crazy because guys are getting smacked in the head and poked in the eye. But it's like this generation has been exposed to jackass. Like they've seen guys get drunk and taser each other in the balls. Why? Like, like, yeah, and unpracticed with like a handy cam. And there's no like you know, it's like I mean, poke you in the eye. I mean, if you said, "Hey, jackass guys, poke your friend in the eye," they'd be like, "With what?" <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It just seems like the three stooges is a major step back. Yeah. Like, I mean, how do you, you know, that's like watching a plasma TV and then, like, going back and, like, looking at a diorama, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, our generation just was raised on cartoons and then just saw Transformers 1 and 2 in full CGI. Like, you can't convince anyone under 30 to go see The Three Stooges. That couldn't even be a show on Bravo. Couldn't yeah. even make it on Bravo. And I think it's number two because I think what happened was it's all the boyfriends that were going to Hunger Games and then bailed. And they're like, ah, oh, screw it, I'll go see The Stooges. <laughs> they walked into The Stooges and like, ah, oh, fuck it, this is better. <laughs> That's funny. This is a crappy Easter. I'm so confused. I'm going to The Stooges. <laughs> The Hunger Games is a kind of a post-apocalyptic reality show kind of basis where young people have to hunt each other down. R really, I'm kind of just seeing again from the previews because I don't leave the house to have a baby. But it was kind of a, it's really supposed to be an indictment on pop culture and reality television programming by showing how shockingly violent it's getting. But again, I don't know how you're going to shock people. It's like Jackass Three is showing guys pooping on each other. 
<laughs> right. Right. It's like this girl shooting a bow and arrow at some guy that they don't even know doesn't really exist. Like, this is not shocking. What would be shocking is if they started ballroom dancing halfway through. Because <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is still one of the top grossing reality shows of all time. So it's like, it was the Hunger Games with, like, flash mobs. Then yeah, sure, exactly. maybe. They had, like, yes, celebrity Hunger Games. It was like, <laughs> like Coolio learned how to use a bow and arrow. <laughs> Coolio's on everything. I'm almost out. That could be, yeah. I mean, that could be a segment on, like, Sunny Day Chocolate Hour. <laughs> it's now time for Coolio Archery. Coolio's... Run, Coolio! Yeah. Run, Coolio! <laughs> Archery with Coolio. Oh, and Debbie Gibson and all the other people that are just doing that now with George Kai. Oh, Wouldn't that God. be weird? Yeah. <laughs> all these C-list celebrities like hunting each other down like I mean that wouldn't be a bad way to go because it's like after they go on celebrity rehab I mean they're already kind of hitting rock bottom it's, would you rather die on a toilet or just like get stabbed in the throat by Dave Coulier right <laughs> Andy Dick was killed at knife point not how you think yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Kathy Griffin destroyed him with a sledgehammer exactly. through the skull as tribute <laughs> May the odds forever be in your favor? <laughs> that, that would be the celebrity version, just a question mark after it. <laughs> uh, we need a movie deal. I don't know how anyone else is making movies. I, out I don't this. know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think this is kind of a same, it's kind of a fail-safe joke for the two, but you just like, cele- I mean, clearly celebrity anything is better. I guess celebrities hurt each other better. <laughs> so while we're on the topic of bizarre celebrity situations... One of the weirder stories I saw was at the Coachella Music Festival, Snoop Dogg came on the stage and was rapping with a hologram version of Tupac, who was an animated hologram who rapped, which seemed awesome but creepy. All right. I have a, I have conspiracy theory on this. Here's my conspiracy theory on the Tupac hologram. I think Tupac and Suge Knight pulled a reverse Paul McCartney on us. <laughs> I think that Tupac is not dead. That's my philosophy. I, I think he's not dead. I think he never died. I think that he has this hologram thing going because he owns his own R2-D2 unit, and you know he's just laughing his ass off. He's like somewhere in the middle of nowhere doing the, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. He's doing that shit. And I think he, I really think he's still alive. Like, he has more post-mortem, like, hits than he had pre-mortem. And it's, I think, yeah, and maybe it's kind of like, Avatar. So maybe it's like Avatar where he had the idea and he had to wait for the technology to catch up. He's like, I'm alive. Now I'm going to do this. I'm going to start appearing as a hologram. And then I'm actually just going to start appearing and people will just assume that the holograms are getting better. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. This is like, this is like Scooby-Doo with the hip hop edition. (laughs) Exactly. The greatest scientist of our lifetime is Tupac Shakur. How do you feel about that? Wouldn't that be weird? And so yeah, he wins like, he wins the Nobel Prize for works in holograms to bring himself back to life. And if Tupac brought himself back to life, then do we have to like have another sunny day chocolate hour? <laughs> exactly. I think the whole deal is I think Tupac is because you know Dave Chappelle has a big ranch out in the middle of nowhere. That's what I think Tupac is. I think it's him, John Denver, Amy Winehouse just having a fucking laugh at everyone else with their own like it's all produced by George Lucas and but secretly it's actually Tupac. I think my my statement is Tupac. Not dead. And they're just, they're just living as a family. <laughs> it's like Amy Winehouse, like all these like undead celebrities, like just eating hamburger helper, playing Atari. 
<laughs> they just do chores. They argue over who does the dishes. Yeah. It's just completely normal. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it's like everybody loves Raymond. They just, like, bitch about each other. I think it'd be great. <laughs> there you go. So that's my philosophy. That's my theory. <laughs> that brings us to the ever-popular This Week in Sully. This Week in Sully is a segment that we do that's all about my son Sully. He's one-year-old. Megan's a babysitter. I am the father... But he's getting to be almost two now, so he's kind of up and running. There's always stories about him that we'd like to share. I I fed Sully a Cliff Bar this week because you said he likes Cliff Bars. Loves, loves the roughage. So this is my gross joke for the week. What's the difference between putting a Cliff Bar in a baby and it coming out of the baby? Nothing. <laughs> the same. Yeah, we'll never eat another Cliff Bar, by the way. They're both organic and nutty. Yeah. looks the same. <laughs> That's really gross. <laughs> It was just such a gross day on Monday. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I really like you to refer to feeding my son as putting something in a baby. <laughs> Sorry. That sounded like surgical. Like, <laughs> trying to avoid saying pooping. In trying to put this cliff bar in this baby. It's like. Geez. That sounds like there's some. Like his teddy rock spin, like his little Yeah, that sounds like there was some, some force involved. <laughs> Sorry. That. It did not sound. It did not sound like something a babysitter does. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. My, uh. Come my, here, I'm gonna put this food in here. <laughs> Let's get some macaroni and cheese in you. I'm gonna get this cheese in you. <laughs> what? What's going on in there? I'm not so sure about this arrangement. <laughs> My This Week in Sully, I have a couple of them, and they mostly deal with fears of an 18-month-old baby. Um, the first one is, of course, that he thinks that everything that is smaller than he is is a dog, which is fine. <laughs> that is true. Which, and he's a kid who has a lot of consonants, not, not a lot of vowels, so <laughs> the sound for dog is... <laughs> so it's just the F sound, which kills me every time. So we were outside going for a walk, and he saw this little squirrel that ran across the street, and he went... I was like, actually, it's squirrels. They don't make noises. So I was like, I'm going to let it go. And then, uh, just like, woof, woof, woof. and then it runs up the tree, and he just looks at it like, oh my god. And then he just kept, kind of went on about his day. I'm like, I'm sorry, so that doesn't freak you out that you think dogs live in trees now? Yeah, it, that just totally changed his mind. It's like, dogs climb trees. Dear God. <laughs> I know. I was like, how the hell do you sleep at night thinking that if you look out the window, there might be a German Shepherd up there? I know, he sees a crow. He's like, those fuckers can fly. <laughs> Totally on the fridge. It's just like, can you imagine just in Sully's world, he could walk down the street and see a flock of schnauzers sitting in an oak tree and nothing would be yeah, like, exactly. right. <laughs> And that's why he's scared of dogs. I was like, those things can climb trees. Well, Dad, there's no escape. I know you picked <laughs> me up three always find you. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to store its nuts until winter and then fly away. <laughs> and we have to wait until springtime and it'll bring us some, some candy. <laughs> Chocolate eggs. That is, I mean, I think everything in Sully's world is kind of a, a mind blower. It's like, either he thinks everything is a dog, or at least he thinks everything barks. Right. <laughs> you know, it could just be that. Like, he could hear a sound, and it's like, a dog barking could mean a lot of things. But, like, a, a dog barking is very indefinite for him. It's like, <laughs> uh, what is that? <laughs> That's an animal. That's, That's he knows it's an animal. Right. The best he can do. You can't poke it in the eyes, because you can't catch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's one of those. Is that a flying dog or is that a climbing dog? <laughs> so one of those dogs you can ride. One of those dog. Yeah, those those breeder shows are going to be such a letdown name. And like, he was like, what? <laughs> These are the 
worst dogs ever. Yeah, where's the flying dog category? <laughs> where's the dogs that hop and burrow holes? Well, now you know that you never have to get him a dog because you're too afraid. Cause yeah. you don't want exactly, he's a scared shitling. <laughs> Way too unpredictable. I'll take one of those swimming dogs and blows bubbles in the tank. <laughs> Probably just get him the tank. Just <laughs> <laughs> give him the tank. He'd bark. Put some coral in there and be like, what? yep. Why is your son barking at the fish tank? <laughs> best, best we could do. So everybody sleeps at night. The other funny, awful thing is that I I took him shopping, which was really fun, and I took him on the elevator, and he was scared out of his mind of the elevator because, and it didn't it didn't occur to me that like the door slams shut, all of a sudden the world goes away. Like that's that's like that's what happens. Like it's all lights and sounds and waving to everybody, and then all of a sudden press the button and the world goes away. And he didn't even hesitate. It was just like door shut, bam, crying. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, it's like, usually when this happens, I get a bottle and a kiss. <laughs> yeah, you're going to read me a story and turn out the light? Where, why is the world going away? We were having so much fun. I felt horrible about the whole thing, so just a heads up, don't put them in the elevator. <laughs> That's got to be weird, too. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no windows in the elevator. And if there was, that would probably be worse. And then it moves a little bit. I was just like, this is horrible. You're right. Never mind. Yeah, no, this is frightening. <laughs> I still don't like elevators for that reason. I prefer flying dogs. God, the world goes away. Good God. <laughs> You're really freaking me out with your terms here. Sorry. No wonder Sully's scared. <laughs> bye bye, JC Pennies. Bye okay. bye. <laughs> it's going away. The world's going away. Hey, Sully. <laughs> press the button to make the world go away. <laughs> what? Isn't that a movie? Don't I get a million dollars if I press that button? Where's <laughs> Coolio? <laughs> so that moves us to our next segment, which is there should be a law. And this is a segment where we come up with laws that we think would make our lives a little bit better based on things that are just pains in the ass that if we could just make a law and not have them happen anymore, it would be better. And I actually got a uh, write-in from someone who listens and said, and this was there, we got a write-in. Write-in from a listener. Write-in from a listener. You can do that. You actually have to be able to have Sean's phone number and text him or call me or whatever. So I guess it's a call-in. It's a a call-in, write-in. Write-in, email agenda-driven. So here it is. Uh, There should be a law that no one under 40 years old should be modeling anti-aging cream. Really, this cream took 10 years off your 27-year-old face. Now you look like you're in high school. Fucking great. Yeah, anti-aging cream when you're, yeah. When you're 27. It's like, really? I'd even be willing to go, like, one more. If you you have to model, model the thing, you have to be that thing. Like, the worst is men's big and tall models. Like, they're never big and tall They're guys. never big or tall. They're it's, just, like, slightly broad shoulders and they have, like, a big head. Like, they're too tall to be, like, a Yeah, mom. it's, like, big and tall necks. Like, it's, they're just not even big and tall guys. Like, and I'll, I'm going to call them out. Old Navy's the worst. Old Navy, online, never had, they have all the big and tall sizes, none of the big and tall models, to the point that you can, on oldnavy.com, buy four, so this is a size jean, 48-30 skinny jeans. Yes. Really, Old Navy? Really? Yes. I'm like, I know, like, who? who I, my husband's 48-30, that's how I know. Who wants to see my skinny jeans? Not even me. Wow, yeah, that's weird. Like, that's where they should just have relaxed fit, and then they should have, more like, relaxed fit. even more relaxed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should be relaxed fit, and you're not even getting out the couch fit. Yeah, relaxed fit, and then, like, don't even care anymore fit. Like, right. Yeah. Comes with drawstring. <laughs> sweat the old sweatpants fit. Exactly. That's what we should do with jeans. Yeah, <laughs> old navy denim sweatpants. The drawstring. <laughs> they just don't have the cuff at the bottom, which yeah. is actually the way that. Yeah, exactly. New shoes snap onto them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So that's my law. You have to be a thing to do the thing. 
So my law is one that I'm sure a lot of people are related to. I'm probably not the first guy to say this, but if there's a line at a fast food place, say you're number eight in line. I think if someone goes up after waiting for eight people in line, goes up and then looks at the menu and goes, um, you have 10 seconds to order, okay? <laughs> you were in a line of eight people with giant pictures of the food and prices for 10 minutes before you got up there. Don't wait till you're at the front and then think. It's like, plan ahead. Is that the way you drive? Do you just come to like a red light and be like, oh, do I stop here? What do I, I mean, you, <laughs> am I going left? You get 10 seconds to order or you have to go to the back of the line as a law. That's perfect. If it's if you're over ten seconds, an FBI agent comes out and tackles you, and tasers you, and brings you back to the end. Like, plus, like, what the what the hell are you doing? You're in a place called Taco Time. It's a pretty limited <laughs> option. That you know, right, right. It's like, it's it's time for tacos now. <laughs> right. Just right. Like, what do you want? I just I would just yell, it's Taco Time. <laughs> Whatever that is, just hand the guy a number, just, or even just say a number. Yeah. Two, two with Coke. Just say the words taco time and give the person $5 and take your damn number. I mean, if you're that nervous, just say taco time and give them $5. See what happens. Just order the Laredo. There's always a Laredo on there. And any place you go to, it just means you have the same thing with guacamole on it. That's essentially what Laredo means. It means guacamole. Good like, like if Sully saw a wolf with guacamole, it's a Laredo. Like it's the Mexican dog. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a lot, but I think anything with guacamole should just be called a Laredo. There you go. Got two for one. <laughs> okay, that brings us to our quote of the week. Our quote of the week is from 94-year-old Austrian billionaire Karl Walschek, who announced this week that he's engaged to be married. His quote is, I'd like to have five or six more children at least. So he's 94. Mm-hmm. So the law there is that if you have kids that are menopausal, you shouldn't have more kids? <laughs> that seems like an obvious law, but I'm thinking. It just seems like such, it seems like a very subtle, evil billionaire plot. Like, uh, how can I put more orphans in this world? Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell 94 and marry a 60-year-old and have four children. Ha, 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 ha. It seems so evil. Like, you think about it like that. It's like, you're not going to live till you're 120. Right. And if you do, I mean, do you really want to be changing diapers when you're 110? Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine trying to get to a high school graduation? Yeah, you're like squatting down to play catcher while some Australian kid's throwing the heater at you. Like, what do you... Just, here's the thing. And it's like, you're a billionaire. Like, I mean, clearly you have some kind of mental capacity. <laughs> right. Just adopt some kids. Take someone else's. Just, you could literally take kids. They'd be like, no, fine, you're fine. You're a millionaire. You can have them. And here's what I love. He's 94. He's getting married. And he wants to have children, which is a pretty strong statement, but he's still toying with it. Five or six. Like, he doesn't have a plan. You know? That's what's... Rah, rah. Like, that's what you say when you first get married. Like, I don't know. It's like, maybe it'd be nice to have kids, but it's like, you're 94. You need to have specifics. You need to have, like, this is my sperm in a weird Austrian jar. Right. This is Helga. I'm, I'm only imagining he's marrying someone that is wearing, like, a Viking helmet, like, with the horns. Of course. Right. Probably, right? Right. I mean, later, host. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, and the deal is too, it's like, what is the deal breaker for his fiance at that point? He's 94, wants to have five or six kids. Do you think if she only wants to have two or three, they're going to get a divorce? She's like, no, no, I can only handle yeah. two. I really, you know, I'm already, I'm closing in on menopause, so I really only have a couple yeah. more good years to get before I get double ARP, you know what I mean? It's like, what's the deal breaker when you marry that billionaire? Probably nothing. There's probably nothing that guy couldn't say, and you'd be like, oh. Yeah, five or six Plus, he's 94, so she's probably just like, yes, whatever. 
He's probably like, it's taco time. She's like, yes. Exactly. She's thinking he won't even make it four years. She's not even going to get her associates of arts in this guy. Yeah, she's yeah, she's not going to, yeah. Well, the thing is, too, he's 94. She could probably just, she could probably fake a pregnancy, stuff her stomach, and then hand him a puppy at the end. And have a that's, that's true. <laughs> and he'd look at it and go, <laughs> which is actually the Austrian word for, I wish this was a child. <laughs> Okay, that brings us to our final segment, which is the final question. So here's my final question. If you could have any celebrity as a guest host on the tube, who would it be and why? I think it'd have to be a 94-year-old jackass from Australia. <laughs> I have questions. Just I have so, several questions. Yeah, just so we could do I this. I want to run down from that fucker. That's what I want. I would, I would learn Austrian and do this whole thing in <laughs> Austrian. Or what I could glean from the sound of music. Right. I will put I will put on a marionette show. I have two marionettes in my closet. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I would do the full on thing just to, just to get him here. I'd wear drapes. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear drapes. That's how bad she wants this. <laughs> By the way, that's that's the new barometer for how important something is. Like, is this drapes worthy? <laughs> it's like God. I want this so bad. I'd wear drapes. <laughs> That's who my guy would be. Absolutely the 94-year-old Austrian guy. You know what would be really funny, kind of like an Andy Kaufman level, would be to just have any of the Kardashians on the show? Because I would try to like throw these like kind of play on words, kind of punny little fartsy jokes that I do, and they would just not get any of them. And I, I would just sit here and bomb on my own podcast. Like, it'd be amazing. Bomb with a visual joke with the Kardashians on a podcast. Yeah, it'd be like... <laughs> So what's the deal with this ninety-four-year-old guy? He's like an evil billionaire. What? <laughs> In the meantime, Chris Kardashian's already got five PowerPoint presentations about how he can make money off yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Is this recording? Cause we're not having sex, are we? <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem very tall. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe you'll see how big my butt is on this thing. <laughs> Oh god damn it. <laughs> I need Kardashian. I think Chris Jenner is an evil genius. I fully do. Like she her her daughters are like pretty, is that the deal? They're pretty, right? They some I'm sure they have some skills that we're we're not aware of, but it's like alright, my daughters are pretty. I'm married to an Olympic athlete. Let's uh let's get Ryan Seacrest on the horn and see what we can figure out. <laughs> it's like, really? Your answer to your family's poverty level is just calling Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, it's like we're really sketchy and really high maintenance. How do we monetize that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I have the wrong fucking Facebook friends if you can just phone Ryan Seacrest and be famous. Yeah, seriously. Like, I mean, we work relatively hard to come up with jokes, and we've got, like, nine people listening to the podcast. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you can watch the Kardashians do aerobics. <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> yeah, they, and they suck at aerobics. Right, with perfect hair and makeup. I, yeah, I don't... The first question I would have would be, What's so important to you that would make you wear drapes? That would be the first question I have to shoot. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's all the time we have for the tube this week. So uh, make sure and follow us on Facebook at Friday Feeding Tube. I'm actually going to start tweeting, so follow me on Twitter at Friday Feeding TU. Go see Megan do comedy. She's hilarious. She'll be in L.A. competing next week. Check out the rest of her shows at MeganFlaertyComedy.com. Thanks, and have a great week. Great to be back.